nah, you cost us too much. Get yeah, out of here. they're like pushing him out of the picture. <laughs> like, bro, get out of here. These clubs that have joined this, if UEFA holds their word, are going to be completely fucked. These yeah. clubs are born from the poor. Hard workers founded all these clubs. And then these billionaires who have nothing to do with the club are destroying a hundred years. Good footy culture fam. My name is Matthews, aka Matt, aka Matosinho, aka Campeones, Campeones, <laughs> Copa del Rey, del Rey. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. We're coming at y'all with episode 31 of the Footy Culture Podcast. Once again, I'm joined today by Jay. Lived it, loved it. Farewell, beautiful game. I'm out. <laughs> okay. We got Dan and Dave. What's up, guys? What up? What up? We got Cristoforo. I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm not saying nothing. Sad Juve fan. And we got Hamas. <laughs> What's up? Happy Dormant right. fan. All right, boys. So uh, on the topic list for tonight, we got Barca's first trophy. We got European Super League. Juventus making it in Europe this season? I don't know. We'll see. Without further ado, let's uh, start off quickly with some Copa del Rey football. Barcelona ended up winning 4 0. See! Against Athletic Club de Bilbao. Crazy game. First half, so boring. 80% possession, but no results. Barely any shots on target. I think it was the young had a chance. Yeah. And, like just skinned the, the edge of the post. Hit the yeah. post. Yeah. So, first half, absolutely nothing. Second half, they turned it up, man. I don't turned know what the, happened that long time, bro, but. The shots started going, the goals started flowing in, and bro, it was beautiful football, bro. They you know got... what happened? Coleman went out to them, he's like, take the ball, pass the ball. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. It was shades of Pep's Barca out there in that second half. Little to bro. no instructions from Coleman, eh? Gorgeous. Little to no instructions. <laughs> he just, guys, guys. You give just, him some orange slices. Just play some, fo- just play football. <laughs> just play the game. For real. But did you see how the players were all, like, giving them a hug, loving it, like, Giving, all the players were subbed off or giving him hugs. Like, of course, bro. First they're all, trophy. They were all feeling good. Like they, they, they appreciate the Coleman way. Yeah, man, bro. Man like, man, like the young had an absolute masterclass. Master Clinic goal and two assists, bro. Most complete midfielder, bro. Don't at me. Don't yeah, at me. Bro. Most game. complete midfielder all over the game. pitch, man. Facts, man. Went off. Lionel Messi had a sick goal too, bro. Yeah. Well, for a lot of players, that goal would be like number one in their in their in their criteria, bro. But for Messi, not even top twenty goals, bro. That ball. That, go ahead, that Jay. performance. It just shows the gap between Messi and everyone else. Facts, bro. You guys think he's a front runner for Ballon d'Or? If if they win the league, man, why not? Tough, man. It, but they, the thing is that one... there's a lot of competitions that he won't be involved in this year. Like Euros is pretty big. Even though, yeah, even, though even, America, even though, even though there's Copa America, at the end of the day, I feel like you Euros is still going to be a higher, like, rated, like, competition compared to Copa America. Even though they're both, they're national, like, they're both nationals uh, trophies, I still feel the Euros will be tally just, again, it's Ballon d'Or. It's a French-based, like, trophy, right? From, from like, France. So, like, it's going to be Euro-based. Again, like, even then, you don't, you don't never see, like, a South American, like, not player, but, like, club or like just like football like coming from a ball on the side of the team like 
last Ballon d'Or without South America was probably Messi, right? But it, it, he didn't get oh, the trophy. Totally he didn't get the trophy because of Ar- the, his Argentinian, like from Argentina, for playing for Argentina. It was more for his Barcelona and just anything, everything else he does, right? So I feel like it's definitely going to be weighted on Euros and whoever cha- wins Champions League if they win Euros as well or how well they do in Champions League and Euros, right? So If those yeah. still exist. Yeah, if that still exists, bro. <laughs> if they just do the Champions League tomorrow, handing it out to whoever is expected. Because if it doesn't exist anymore, they're saying PSG is going to win it. And then the front runners from that team is Mbappe and Neymar. And yeah. Depending on how they do in their uh, respective national tournaments, one of them could win the Ballon d'Or, right? But you know what I mean? Like, let's say, yeah, let's say, yeah. let's say PSG does win, does win Champions League. And let's say Portugal, sorry, France wins Euros and Brazil wins Copa America. Who's going to get the Ballon d'Or, Neymar or Mbappe? It depends on the performances and the semis and the finals. You think like, so? Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't think we biased? Master classes like he did in the previous game. It's gonna sway some opinion. Yeah, but I mean, how if Mbappe is doing the same? I mean, what? Yeah, yeah what if? That's why it depends. Yeah. But oh. like we saw, like how Neymar's performance last game, like it was a media circus. Like everyone was talking about him. Like people were saying, "Oh, like he's the guy." Like, "Oh, how quickly the streets forget." Like. When he puts on a performance, like it gets talked about. Yeah, 100%. But he did have a good performance last game, but look at the game uh, before that when they were when they were away. Like Mbappe had a pretty good game. I'm not saying Neymar didn't have a good game because Neymar had that crazy assist to Marquinhos, but Mbappe scored two goals that first game. He also had a great game against Barcelona when Neymar was injured. So I know Neymar had a good game the second leg against Bayern, but Neymar still, I mean, Mbappe still had a good uh, Champions League season so far. Hundred percent. So, I think he's like one of the top scorers as well, too. So I know he definitely has a claim for that Ballon d'Or. Beginning of the season, Jason Actually. Jay was doubting Mbappe, saying this guy does nothing in CL. <laughs> yeah, I was. A bit, a bit. No, I don't hate Mbappe though. Like at the end of the day, he's like he's a wonder kid that's panning out. You can't hate that. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's fact. He's definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see him as a wonder kid anymore. I see him just top level. Like he's not a wonder kid to me. Yeah, yeah, like he evolved. Yeah, he's he's definitely. Yeah. He's, he's already elite. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, just uh, moving away Messi. from uh, that couple that right. Oh, you want to go back to Messi? Well, he got the MVP as well for that tournament. Um, you saw he was he was really happy about it, like the whole tournament in general and everything. Of course, you, bro. you can see it in his face. It's a trophy, man. I know, like he really needed that. You can see he really needed that. Clean like, shaved Messi is different, bro. He was, <laughs> he was you in know. it, man. His eyes were focused on the prize. He was, he was, his head was on goal, man. Like, and just everyone in general, like Dijon, the passes he was playing, man. That pass to Messi to, to from to finish that was gross. Bro, the pass from the pitch, Messi man. to Griezmann. Griezmann had a good game as well. He had some chances where he spoiled that last it. that last goal was such a small offside too. But yeah, man, the whole team yeah, in general played yeah. really well. Oh, yeah. The whole team in general, general played really well. Even like uh, Jordi Alba, Des, Minguesa, everyone played well. These men scored four goals in 12 minutes. Crazy. They literally just changed the game. They turned it on. You know what I rated, though? After the game, the Barca youngsters are lining up to get a pick with Messi. Bro, everyone's just quick. With Messi, bro. Too, bro. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, it's too. it's gonna, it's like one of the most, it's obviously the most recent trophy. It also might be the last trophy you might have with Messi on the side. You know what I mean? Like, the last mm. picture of Messi holding a trophy for Barcelona with him, kind of thing. Like, that's a big pick. Yeah. Maybe La Liga. That's true. 
if they if they win the Liga too, but you never know. Like La Liga's still tight, even though Real Madrid lost today. Yeah, it's anyone's right now. Tied. Yeah, but yeah, this, they, this they is tied, like the they tied, La Masia yeah. kids' first trophy with the first team, right? So yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. Why there's a lot? There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them too that played a pretty big part. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely pretty amped. I saw like uh, Moriba on Instagram was like uh, super amped. Yeah, yeah, about it. Braith, Braith was, was posting was, a lot um, of pictures. Braith bro, posted a picture, amped, man. Bro. See what Braithwood yeah, said in his pictures, comments, my team with a heart. Yeah. <laughs> it is his so, team, though. Another funny moment. So the, all the La Masia kids, even like everyone who went to La Masia took a pick with the trophy after the game. Dembele tried to get oh, yeah. a pick. I saw that. And PK's like, nah, you cost us too much. Get yeah, out of here. they're like pushing him out of the picture. Like, bro, get out of here. He's a joke. That's tough. But yeah, great performance from Barca. First trophy of the season, hopefully another one in La Liga. But uh, moving on to La Liga now, just quickly, uh, Real Madrid ended up tying nil-nil. Still sit in second place, though, three points behind Atleti, who did end up yeah. winning 5 nil today. Crazy. Absolutely crashing, bro. Destroyed. Uh, Ibar. Ibar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, bro. La Liga's looking close, man. Like, bro, any of these any of these teams, even Sevilla have a chance, too. They're 64 Sevilla points. beat uh, Sociedad, too, no? Yeah. Yeah. So even right now the table, Atletico Madrid in seventy points, first place. Madrid sixty-seven, third, second place, three points behind. And Barcelona are sixty-five points, but they have a game in game behind. They still have to play, right? Yeah. Who's yeah, their yeah. who's their who's their next opponent? I think uh, they play. I think they play Getafe midweek. Yeah, they play midweek. I yeah, they it, I they face Getafe and then it's a Villarreal after that. Yeah, yeah. So Hetaf is midweek, and then three days after that is Villarreal. And I'm assuming that midweek game is going to be for what they missed this weekend. So it'll uh, yeah, be, it'll it'll be, be. like it'll be like their catch up game. But yeah, like those three points will take them to second place, and there's again two points behind Atletico if they get that win. Yeah, yeah. That's why that game they have against Atletico is going to be so crucial. Yeah. Exactly. All right, well, they have one. It's gonna be a tie. You think so? Think so? No, nah, yeah. man. I, if Atletico versus Barcelona, I feel like Barcelona has it. I don't know. I feel like Simeone is just going to park it. Yeah, but even parking well, it, I yeah. feel like Barca will still be able to get there. They're going to park it. We know he parks it. And, and if anything, Atletico is going to win from a counter. Maybe, bro. But even countering, man, like Barcelona's defense this season got so much better from the beginning of the season. That three, that three at the back. Like, luckily, PK was able to perform yesterday with coming back from injury so early. Yeah, I didn't want him to play. This guy had to take uh, injections to be able to play because he's like, I think his knee or whatever is still kind of kind of dodgy. So he took inje- injections to play, which isn't the greatest idea, but I ended up, you know. You got to do what you got to do. Right? You, think, you think him back there like really made a big difference or would you say like him not being in play, playing yesterday was not a big, like you could have done without him back there? I mean, kind of. Like he was good, like, like commanding the back line. But like then again, they weren't tested too much. So they weren't. Yeah. Really. No, they weren't. Yeah, I mean, I think just having like, a player with his experience back there, like it, it brings like a certain calmness. To I mean, else. there were there were some chances where um, what's his name, the striker Inyaki. Inyaki had some the ball, and then PK was able to just body him, even just like yeah, get him, him locked up, bro. Position him well because that they only had like maybe two or three chances where Inyaki got the ball, but he couldn't do much with it. It was literally just mm-hmm. one one versus like three back there the whole game for them. Exactly. But um, yeah, I thought they called in first. Um, man. Even Sevilla with 64 points. They have 31 games, but they're still top four. They're close, man. It, it's a it's a title race right now in La Liga, bro. How many games left? There's I like think. eight, something like that. 
Oh, there's still quite a bit. Like, I, th- I think all all leagues are like around seven, eight. Yeah, six, seven, eight. Yeah. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games left for Atletico Madrid. So yes, there's gonna be. I think there's 38 games in total. Yeah. So like it's even like Sevilla, they might even like top like top two, top like top. They might even be up there too. You never know. Maybe yeah, if they if they win all their games, right? And they've been in good form. No losses yet in the past six games. Yeah. So, you know another league that's kind of close right now besides first place. I'm guessing the French league is that Matthew? Serie A, bro. Oh, Serie A, but French league too. Serie A, <laughs> yeah. like in the Serie A. Yeah, the Liga is really close. But oh, yeah, Serie A. Juventus, man, are they gonna get that seal spot? I think they will, but like, man, oh my gosh! I mean, they didn't play bad. They they barely tested Golini today. Who did they face? Yeah, what was the score? It was one nothing Atalanta. Atalanta didn't really test Chesney besides when Malinowski came on. Yeah, and they had a free kick that Chesney made a beautiful save on. Oh, amazing, save. he slipped too. Malinowski slipped, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then they got a corner off of that play, and then it ended up going to Malinowski again. And this guy rifles it, hits Alexandro, huge deflection, and then but such a bad way to lose the game. But to be fair, like Juve didn't do anything to like. They had a few chances. Uh, yeah, Morata had that one chance when uh, Kulishevsky like locked it up to him and like yeah the near post one right kind of volleyed it yeah near post yeah that was a big chance missed there yeah that that's about like that was probably their best chance all game like yeah. Dybala played uh, he started for the first time in months and he didn't he didn't do much I mean none, none of the players really did anything today where was Ronaldo Chiesa went, no? went off injured he, I think he pulled something. Oh shit! Sure. Uh, that's a that's a bad oh, loss. He 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 walked off. He wasn't limping or anything, so it didn't look too bad. Where was but, Ronaldo? Uh, yeah. Ronaldo's uh, he's injured. He got injured in training, I think. Ooh. But what he injured? Uh, I don't know. Apparently, uh, it's from um, I think it was like from overtraining or something like that. Probably. Jeez, he's working too hard. <laughs> so it wasn't yeah, too hard to carry Juve. Cristiano Ronaldo has never won against Atalanta. Is that true? Uh, you haven't beat Atalanta in a while, There's, so yeah, that might be true. Yeah, zero three and four draws. What else? That's an interesting stat. Yeah, Atalanta, Atalanta has our number, man. You think Ronaldo would have made a difference? No, we weren't. We weren't really doing anything. Actually, he might have. Yeah, it's Ronaldo. It's Ronaldo. But even even in the stats wise, like Atalanta had more total shots on target. I think attempts. Yeah, they, like they had the ball. Usually, usually they do. Ball yeah. possession was pretty even, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was. It was. So, yeah, even like the nothing was well, really most, like no one played a better game. I would say it was, it no, was it equally was pretty, played. Pretty was, fair. Yeah. yeah. Who would you I say? I think a draw was probably a fair result. Yeah. Who would you say probably, was the best Juve uh, player on the pitch? The best Juve, uh, probably. Oh, probably Chiellini. Chiellini. It says yeah, here he made, the he best. Made. One of the best players was higher rated was Chiesa. Uh, I don't I know if I Cuadrado had a decent game. Yeah, it was, it's, it's Chiesa, Cuadrado, Betancourt, and Danilo were in the sevens. Danilo. Cuadrado was missing Ronaldo out there, though. Yeah. Yeah. But Danilo, he, Danilo, I don't know how he, he got it. He came on like the 70th minute. But, um, <laughs> you guys run, you guys run, you guys run a 4 4 2, too. They've been running that. We, we run that like quite often. Oh, hey, Chris. Yeah. In one sentence, what is the problem with Juventus Football Club right now? One word. I could give you. I I could give you one word. One word. I was gonna say one <laughs> word. <laughs> one name. I could give you one name if you want. One person. Start with an A. Start with an A. Agnelli. 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 Why? 
Adrian Rabiot. Because he, he doesn't he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He cares about money more than Juventus. That's but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elaborate anyway. on that. What's the what's the issue? What's the main problem? He doesn't what, I mean, what do you mean? He just you know the issue. Tell he us spend, he doesn't he doesn't spend money to spend money. He spends money to like he spends money thinking about the future, thinking about what's gonna make him money, not what's gonna win him a championship to he, like he could he could technically win a, like a bunch of trophies and make a shit ton of money from that, but like instead he goes, "What players can make me money? Like Ronaldo, let's bring him in. He's gonna sell a lot of jerseys. Let's bring like Rabio, all these free transfers because they don't cost anything. And in the future, we could probably sell them for money. The like he doesn't man. like those players. These players that you're getting for free, they're, they're not gonna do anything for you, but they they might make you money in the future. But." And now, and now you got. We'll get to it later. But now he's he's part of like the creators of this stupid super league bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, that that's uh, my downfall of Juve. Uh, I want to say Pirlo in. I want to give him another summer. Yeah. And I want I want them to actually bring in like players that are competent to actually play football. Some free transfers or what? <laughs> nah, like some that could actually like you could pay for. Why Naldon? No, no, Naldon on a free. Locatelli, Aguero. I, mean, I, I, I send them. No, not Aguero. <laughs> I said these players be... many times. I'm not gonna say them again. <laughs> no, if they get a card, dude, that'd be that. That's a stupid that, signing. That's a very Juventus signing, though. That is, yeah. but they're also interested in in Moisey Keane. Bringing them back. Moisey. Hey, I hear, I hear so much to want, bring like, back. 50, Fifty million for him. Bro, just pay it. I don't care. He's a talent. He's a talent. But that that's some bad business, bro. Yeah, that is. On the team, but that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do. And you buy him back for fifty million. That's they a lot sell their youth players. That's what they do. They're so stupid with with their youth academy system. They have they have good players that come up. They just sell them before they have the chance. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Napoli Inter. That's another big picture this weekend. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, Handanovic Napoli- own goal, thirty sixth minute. I don't know if it counts as the account has Handa, can, Handa, can, Handa, yeah, I think they put it down. Handanovic or Devry. Handanovic wasn't that was it was like pretty bad uh goaltending because he went to palm it down instead of grabbing it like full on, like grab it hard. He like had it loosely and with Devry like kind of ran into him, I guess. And just went to oh, this is a mess. It's a mess. Fortunate. But the on the other hand, Erickson with an absolute teach of a goal with his weak foot. Fifty fifth minute goal. Yeah, it was a beautiful goal. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think he was man of the match as well. Yeah. Yeah, he probably was. He had a great game. I mean, but overall, like the game was pretty even. The, the, I think the possession was pretty even. I think Napoli had a little more. It was like 50, 56, 43 for Napoli. Shots were pretty even. Twelve for ten. Yeah, um, like, it was a pretty yeah, even game, but like again, it was an even game. Yeah. Well, that Handanovic own goal looks a little suspicious, man. <laughs> I don't know. It looked like some match fixing, bro. Yeah, bro. When I seen that, and then I saw Napoli were like, were like, would have been tied with Juve. I thought like Inter was doing some shady shit to keep to keep Juve out of the top four, bro. That was the first thing. I know it's bad, but that was literally the first thing that came to my mind. But we're not even gonna be in the city. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah, I know you guys are gonna be in the city. Yeah, but it was just weird. (laughs) I don't know, but whatever. But Inter low key could have done Juve a favor. Yeah. yeah, with that with that two points, because I mean, if 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 Napoli won that game, then it, it gets a little hot for Juve, because then it's they like could, they, they're tied for for fourth, and then it gets a little hot, you know. But now they, they kind of have a little bit of breathing room. They could have done us more of a a favor by actually beating them. Like that was the first I time I was actually cheering for Inter. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't really create too many chances though. Like, 
No, because that's what they that's what Inter does. They just they absorb pressure and then they counter it, but they couldn't really counter it because Koulibaly had Lukaku in his pocket this game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they were Mano last had a good game. game. Huh? Yeah. They were holding hands all game, Koulibaly and Lukaku. Yeah, then yeah, Manolas had a had a good game too. Their defenders played played good. Yeah, if that Koulibaly Manolas actually came through at the play like this every game, this Napoli team would be something a else. pretty scary team to come up, up against. Yeah. They'd but be ahead of Juve. They'd be ahead of Juve. Yeah, they they definitely be ahead of Juve. Yeah. I I would say so. But then you have Milan Lazio winning. Milan, so they won two one Milan. Yeah. Two one, and then Lazio won five three. So now they're they're in the UCL race. One they team that's in hand as well, no? I think so, yeah. And then one team that just keeps dropping, but they still are in Europe. Roma, AS Roma. You got a, they, got a, they got a red card, no? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they got a red card. I think it was Diawara. Diawara, yeah. But they were one nothing up Mayoral in the third minute, <laughs> and then Torino something turned. I don't know if it was after the red card that they scored. All the, no, they scored. One goal in the 57th minute, one goal in the uh, 71st. Yeah. Then the red card came in the 85th, and they scored again in the 90th. Like something turned on for them. It just absolutely rinsed Romo. Tough game for my Romanistas. Yeah, I'm feel, ba- and I feel bad. And you're and you're saying and you're saying this Roma team can be a man U side. No, no I, I never said so. Like, only Matt said that. They bring gravy in Europe. Oh man. They they actually do play better in Europe to be fair. Yeah, because they're being they faced, they're, they're being they pretty faced, big teams. They faced Ajax. Ajax came from the CL. <laughs> Not saying but much. Yeah, so did Manu. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But uh, yeah, but that's pretty much all that happened. in The CDA. We can move over to uh the league. Let's the see the, let's or see, the let's see the table quick here. Can you even talk about the Liga? The Liga. Yeah, we can talk about Liga too. So we can pretty, pretty much we could pretty much say Inter won the Liga already. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're like nine points ahead. They Stand are it. nine points. At, nine points is three three Stand wins. It. I mean, yeah, but there's, there's like seven games left. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, what if Inter lost. loses three games? <laughs> Inter hasn't lost a game in who knows how long. <laughs> Since they got knocked out of Europe. You never know. Yeah, pretty much. AC Milan, Atalanta in third. Juve in fourth with 40, 62, two points behind Atalanta. 61, 60. Oh, no, wait, yeah, 62. 62. Napoli with 60. I mean, Napoli, if they can go into fourth and the Juve draw points somehow. Because even Lazio, Lazio's only four points behind Juve in sixth place. With yeah, and they have a game points. in hand. They have a game close. in hand, too. Man, it's whoever wants to make a top four is close. Yeah. And I think at- I think Atalanta play Napoli next weekend, so that's that's a good that's. I hope I'm hoping for a tie. Please tie, guys. Come on. The games Jeez. coming up is <laughs> AC Milan, Sassuolo, Inter, Spezia, Juve, Parma. Are you even gonna be able to beat Parma? Parma's Probably. bottom of the table. <laughs> that's <laughs> sure not saying much. So. <laughs> but uh, on Thursday, yeah. next Thursday actually is gonna be Roma, Atalanta, Napoli, Lazio. It's a two big games too. Oh, it's Napoli Lazio. Yeah, that's what Napoli, it is. Napoli Lazio and Roma mm-hmm. Atalanta next Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, those are good fixtures. Well, we're almost going to lose because it's a big team, but uh, yeah. We can so, go, Liga? Right, go Liga? Let's talk about Liga. Paris, Paris. The Liga is looking tight right now. Let us know, if James. You're looking at, if you're looking at the table in the Liga right now, Lille are sitting in first place with 70 points. PSG second with 69 points. Monaco third with 68 points, Jeez. and then Lyon are fourth with 67 points. So yep. from first to fourth, it's only three points. So and those game. are the, those are their only European spots. They only have those four spots for Europe. Uh, not even, well, I think. Because third place yeah, is five. playoff. 
Fourth place is Europa League for sure, and then fifth place is playoff for Europa fifth, League. Fifth place is is a uh, conference league, I think. Yeah. What's oh, conference? New conference, conference league. Is, yeah. uh, is a new conference league. So it's it's oh, it's pretty tight, man. Like like Lille dropped points this weekend. They could have been like a full uh, a full three points ahead of PSG, but they tied mm-hmm. Montpellier. I think it was on Friday. Yeah. So now that that makes things a little bit more spicy because now you have like between the top four, you have three points. So that's one game. So it's like. If you're if you're in that top four, like you you can't really afford to lose if, if you want to have hopes for the title. Yeah, a close title race, man. Yeah, that's a good title race actually. PSG is the only one that picked up a dub, or what? No, PSG won, no. Monaco won, they and Lyon won. Oh, okay, everybody okay. won except for so Lille. only only Lille dropped points. That's Lille yeah. dropped two Rough. points. They drew. Yeah, which is crazy. which is what which is what made everything a little tighter. I think. Mm-hmm. Rough. But rough. Yeah, Mon- Monaco with an with a, with another good performance. They have a bunch of youngsters that are putting in. Good performances. This one lad, I can't even say his name, but week in, week out, this guy seems to be man of the match. Every time I look at Monaco, Monaco that team, midfielder? He, he's, he's man of the match, yeah. Tuchu Ameni? Yeah. I butchered his name, but every week he seems to be like getting an assist or putting in like a great defensive performance. So he definitely seems like one to watch for the future. Another good Monaco talent. Two goals, three assists. Six yellow ben cards. Ben Yedder's going off, man. 17 yeah, goals ben in the league. 17 yeah. goals, five assists. I thought that guy was only a FIFA legend. <laughs> no, then, clearly not. Real life, bro. Golovin surprisingly says, shows here he has the higher, highest rating in the team so far in the season. Ballin, bro. Golovin. He's been playing well, man. Yeah. What a Russian lad. It'd be nice to see a Canadian snatch up that league on title. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it would be cool. Hopefully, Joe one, we'll that Uber Eats Cup. We will have a Canadian that <laughs> lifted the UCL, Bundesliga, and Liga. That'd be sick. Lille. And the Turkish Super League. And the yeah. Turkish Super League. Yeah, throw that in there. In the, yeah, and the MLS Cup. And the Ooh, Canadian yeah. Men's League. And the Scottish Premier League. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even, Hutchins. I think this oh, week, no, this, you go, this week, too, I think it's the it's like a League Cup and for Scottish League, the Celtics versus Rangers. I forgot. The Rangers are way ahead of them, though. I, no, it's league, league cup, league, league cup, league cup. Oh, cup, cup, league cup. Yeah. True. But um, yeah. Right, well, what, what, what we got in uh, the Bundesliga, buddy? Dorman Lado Bundesliga. here. Bundesliga, buddy. Holland Bundesliga, buddy. Is Holland back? back? Well, I don't know. He scored. He scored a penalty and a tap in. Hey, goals and goals. And twice on Sundays. Yeah, it was good to. It was good for him, I think, to get his confidence back because he was. He was looking. He's been looking kind of pissed lately, you know, because he hasn't he hasn't been scoring. And he's he's one of those players that you know he he he's there to score goals. And I think even after the game, he always has like just priceless interviews after the game. The the reporter was talking to him, and he was like, "Well, like, how did it feel to be like in a goal drought?" And he's like, "It felt really shit." <laughs> so he just always has like super blunt like well, just post game yeah. interviews. But you it's know, better than these robotic kind of scripted interviews that we always yeah. hear. Though. But it was good. It was definitely good for him to get back on the back on the score sheet. Especially gets um, Werder Bremen too, aren't they in fourth? No, they're not. What's Wolfsburg? Oh, sorry, no, Wolfsburg. 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 Never mind. Yeah. Werder Bremen is lower makes, table. Mixing up the green yeah, badges. Yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave's getting the green badges mixed up. But, but it was it was definitely definitely still a good game to win because Bremen are always kind of like a little bit of a bogey team for Dortmund. They always kind of give them some trouble. And and when they took that lead early on, I was thinking, man, yeah, it was one 0 right? Another, another one of those like. Just like a like a silly counter attack, and then hits hits can't couldn't make a save, and I was like, man, here we go, another team. They go up one nil, and they're just gonna park it, and we're not gonna be able to score. But, but luckily, Reina came to play today, and he scored a peach of a goal. 
It was an absolute yep. banger from outside the box, and he had, he had a great game. Like he he technically assisted on uh, Holland's third goal as well. He's the one who kind of played that ball in. And he just had like a, like a really good performance, which is good to see because he's kind of been struggling for form ever since October. So he's been kind of out of form for months now. So it was good to see him uh, have another good performance and get like a pretty pretty important three points just because pretty much every other team that was Dortmund's kind of fighting with for, for CL spots lost this weekend. Yeah. Um, Wolfsburg good. lost to Bayern, which was good. And then uh, Marco Frankfurt Rose, Dortmund's lost. coach next season, did a nice, a nice, a nice job for, for his team next yeah. season and, and, and beat Frankfurt 4-0. So it was a good performance for, for Gladbach, getting, getting back on the, the winning ways. And now it just keeps four-point difference, which is a lot better than, than seven or ten. So Dortmund now they're four points back of Frankfurt and then five points back of Wolfsburg. Uh, but they do still need to play Wolfsburg, which is kind of which is why I think maybe maybe they're the team to kind of target because you still have a game against them, so you can kind of take points from them. Wolfsburg, uh, Wolfsburg Wolfsburg lost two games back to back right now so far. Yeah, Wolfsburg. You know, hopefully they can they can maybe go through a little bit of a, a tough a tough spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. But you know, it's 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 not all in it's not all in Dortmund's hands, mm-hmm. which is why it's kind of tough. They but they just need to make sure. You know they win. They win the games that are in front of them, and you know if they get some help, they get some help. But you know it was a good, uh, good little performance this weekend, and hopefully, hopefully we can have Sancho and and Delaney and some of these other players that are hurt back soon, and uh, go from there. You know when Sancho's coming back? Um, I think they were saying there's a possibility he could be on the bench for the midweek game against Berlin. Uh, if not, he should be back by. The, the weekend game against Wolfsburg, yeah, Wolfsburg, which would obviously be a, which would obviously be a good boost because that's obviously a, a pretty important game. Uh, so to have a player like him back would obviously be pretty pretty good. Uh, but we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully he's back soon because sometimes like in the game you can tell they're just they're missing a little bit of a creative spark that obviously he provides. So it'll be good to, to have him back, and I'm sure Holland will definitely be happy to have him back as well. Definitely, yeah. he'd love that. Byron played um the wonder kid Musiala. He scored two goals too. He played striker, I think, because they don't have. Oh no, he played beside uh, Chupo Moting. Moting played. He was well. playing like he was he was playing like kind of like left wing, I think. Yeah. You think he started like in Coleman's place, but he, he had like a he he, he was, I think he definitely plays like a lot more uh, narrow. Than Centrally, Coleman, Coleman kind of tends yeah. to hug the line a little bit more, mm-hmm. but Musiala Musiala I think is definitely more comfortable. In the middle of the pitch, so I think he kind of tucked himself in a little bit. He's nice, and it man. paid off. His his first goal was he showed some really good footwork to yeah. kind of dance through a couple of Wolfsburg players, and it was a nice finish. But yeah, he's definitely second, another second goal too. Was like he got some air there, better, right? And like surprise, yeah. surprisingly, it was just placed well. Like even the Castaño was just like like and he's a, anything about it. He's a small kid, man. He's so like he's not skinny. he's skinny. He's a skinny he's kid. Really skinny, he's, he's pretty he's tall. He's, 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 he's seventeen, bro. But he's skinny. <laughs> But he knows how to. Yeah, he knows, he's, still, he's, he's got young. the footwork. Man. But you'll know that guy's gonna be massive in like next year because of this. Whatever Bayern, Bayern does. Okay, lethal Bayern injection. Juice, yeah, exactly, bro. The Bayern doctors are gonna have him juiced up, bro. Just watch. Know, bro. He low key. He reminds me of Thomas Muller, just like yeah, his bro. I can see that and like his body type and even kind of the way he plays. Lights can tell, like, You can tell Muller's like been in his ear. Yeah. So he, <laughs> even the header. Even the header he scored looked like just like a vintage Thomas Muller header. Just mm-hmm. like a lofted ball in the air, and then you just kind of. That'd be a, but, an annoying guy to be in your ear. <laughs> Thomas Muller, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he would definitely be an annoying guy to be in your ear, but 
what was, Wolfsburg uh, was a good result. For yeah, mine, Wolfsburg but... were pretty close. They almost had it. Like White White Horse's goal was nice, nice little placed. Then Musiala went up three one, and then uh, Maxim Phillips scored yeah. of the the second goal. But they had like another like almost forty minutes, thirty minutes to just yeah. create something, but they came short. Yeah, Wolfsburg low key. They're just like they're, it's kind of like a weird side this year. Like they they're definitely a team that kind of I don't think anybody really expected to be kind of in the in the top top kind of race, but they they kind of yeah. proved a lot of people wrong this year. I think a lot of it's came like with their defense. They have like like the second best defense in the league behind Leipzig, and like they've kind of really relied on their defense. You know, keeping clean sheets and and maybe just scoring one or two goals, and that's been helping them win a lot of games. But I've I've kind of noticed like when once they get scored on, if it's one goal or two goals, they kind of struggle to win those games just because I think they're not used to scoring three or four goals like a lot of the other teams in the top are. Like teams like Bayern, teams like Dortmund, even teams like Frankfurt or Leverkusen, Gladbach, like they concede a lot of goals, but they also are used to scoring a lot of goals. Whereas Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg is like pretty much the, almost like the complete opposite, where they don't maybe score as as many goals. But uh, they're definitely a lot more defensively sound. You think so? But even Weghorst, their striker, like he has 19 goals and seven he's assists. He's a lot of goals. 19 lot goals, of goals, seven assists this season. He's a he's a big target, big target. Weghorst. I think he's definitely top one of the top players right now in the league with most goals. What a note! Big, uh, big striker. Yeah, because um, what does it show? Lewandowski has. Doesn't say here. Shots yeah, Lewandowski is he's, he's running away. He's got 35 goals. <laughs> 35. Yeah, 35 goals. Haaland has 20. Haaland has 23 crazy, actually. Yeah. Haaland has 23, and then Andre Silva too with 23. What yeah. a th- even Frankfurt man. Frankfurt's like surprising a lot of people. And he won't even start for Portugal. It's hard, yeah, man. You can't yeah. like. There's like so many quality forward in that in that in that national side. Like, like they tried it. They tried it the first game. They 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 almost lost. I mean, they only drew. I think they they draw or only win by one goal. But they tried Andre Silva up there, but they can't with Ronaldo. That's impossible. They, they they play they play too similar. They occupy the same space. Yeah, and like Andres Silva can play with another striker, but Ronaldo cannot play with another striker. I mean, he can, depending on the striker, though. Morata, Benzema. <laughs> yeah, but Ronaldo's yeah. more of a winger when he was playing for there. Like he was more like just free roam, kind of like. But yeah, Wolfsburg are scary. Leipzig is still there, sixty-one points. But they yeah, they're, they're they drew they around. they drew this weekend too, right? Yeah, yeah. They tied, and I, and I think like ever since they lost that game to Bayern, I think they kind of realized like title is kind of going to be tough. It's if they won that game, I think points, it would have been a, a but, lot different. But but that that game was definitely one that I think kind of almost killed their killed their their float their a little bit. Yeah, but there's still a uh, a lot of fighting to be done for for European places. Just because the Bundesliga is going to be one of the leagues that are still going to be playing in the European competitions next season. <laughs> there's there's six games. Know, so there's far. there's six games yeah. left in the league, so no hopes Same. lost. Uh, Premier yeah. League, Premier League, Premier League. Everton Spurs zero zero ah two two. Yo, Joel is off injured, bro. Yeah. Need to see it. Who? He scored. Kane. Oh yeah! Yes, yes. Bang, 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 bang. Two bangers, bro, two nice goals. Ever, bro, Everton's defending was horrendous. Yeah, bro. they gave him the goals. On both goals, the the Kane goal. What the hell was that? Like, the, no communication back there. Ball just bouncing around, hits off one guy's back, comes right to Kane goal. I think one player headed it and hit off the player's back and it went right to Kane. Kane didn't even have to do anything; he just had to put the ball in the net. 
but easy for real. Um, set, uh, Sergeson's second first, second goal was nice, but the penalty and then the second goal, I forgot who it was who crossed it in. It was just literally on the run. He kind of just volleyed. Hamas, it. I think he volleyed that beautifully. Like I think it was Hamas. I think it was Coleman. A lot of players, a lot of players can't yeah. hit. I can't hit that man. Yeah, it was a nice hit. Newcastle three two against West Ham. Man, so unfortunate. Lingard, Lingard scored a penalty. Lingard scored a goal. Um, Wait, again, Matt, what's new? I think it was what's his name? What's the keeper? Um, I don't know. Fabianski, he bra- has such bra- a poor game. Yeah, like the well, last f- time he had a, a red card in the thirty sixth minute. Yeah, yeah, but the thing, all the shots that came that that uh, Newcastle scored, all their goals, Fabianski had the ball right behind, right in front of his hands. All of his goals were either like him fumbling it through the net, or he couldn't catch it. He dropped the ball, like the last goal well, too. Man, like I don't know. He's like he's old now, man. Yeah, but Joel is an scored. Arsenal legend. Dawson got a red card. That's what happened. Really, what led to like even even Dawson. Yeah, Dawson got the red card early in the game too. That's why. Yeah, like thirty six minutes in. Yeah, that's where that's where uh, Diop scored the own goal too. Own goal. Own goal. Joelington scoring, Mare, the Braziliano. That that About too. Nine, that was bro. a that was a header that went right to his hands, Fabianski's hands, and he couldn't stop it. Too and powerful. Then, and then West Ham surprisingly came back. We're tied two two. Diop scored a goal, and then Jesse Lingard penalty. They were two two, and unfortunately, at the eighty second minute, Joseph like scored. Scores the goal, and they go two one up. <laughs> was it one yeah, one? Cheeky time in the 97th minute from Enketia. Yeah. You've <laughs> seen the Arsenal fans celebrating like they just won the UCL, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These guys were going absolutely <laughs> mental at the fact they tied Everton, or not Everton, Fulham oh, in the no. 97th minute. Big result. This is a super club? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so bad, man. Supposedly. I don't know, man. Oh, and then man. Man, U, man U 3-1 against um, Burnley. Burnley. All I can say about that game is Cavani, something else. Greenwood. Bro. Greenwood, Greenwood finisher, bro. So got it. Greenwood, oh, Greenwood deserves the playing time over Martel any day of the week. Yeah, Martel's kind of ass, not going to lie. It's Honestly, so I don't even think if he's, I don't even know if he's injured or if he just is literally benched because he's doo-doo, but I don't care as long as he's bro, not he on sucks. the field. As long as he's not they on the pitch. I bet, I bet if he left, Bayonet, he'd thrive. Probably I think he would. A lot of players, a lot of players do when they leave Man United. Only so many players can do well there, man. Because again, throw Martial on Spurs and he'd probably be pretty well there, you know. Yeah, yeah but dude, Martial. like Pogba's doing a better job on left wing than left mid than uh, Martial does. Would yeah, you... but Pogba's world class, man. Would you take Martial at Barca, Matt? No, no. Why? Ew. Would you, uh, Spatty at Juve? I'm sure. I'm sure they'd love him there. I think I think Martial <laughs> only only for free though only for Ew. free you wouldn't want to pay for free though, yeah. <laughs> nah. man he was supposed no, to be honestly, a wonder kid honestly I feel like his full potential would come if he was to leave Man United man he was the wonder kid before Mbappe was the wonder kid yeah, yeah. He, he definitely has talent you can see it when he he's the no kid. it's not the talent it's the laziness it's the lack of just like he doesn't exactly. it's not, it doesn't look he like he wants it sometimes like that's what England he's does a talented to player but he just he just seems like but he's that's like. That's what I'm saying. If he if he leaves, you think his he's gonna, talent? You think he's not going to be? You think he's not going to be lazy? Send him to Dortmund. They'll teach him I how to play. Sprout. He has to play in the lazier league, like the French league or something. 
Please. <laughs> I, think he, I think he could even stay in the Prem. He no. just has to go to another team. Yeah, just downgrade a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but after that, your career is done. He goes to what? Like, Why? No, look at, look at Lingard. Even Lingard, he went to West Ham. And you think his career is done? His, his career is going up. Lingard was never a wonder kid, though. Yeah. Not a wonder kid. I'm just, just, just as a footballer. As a footballer. He still is a wonder kid. He's like 22. <laughs> He'll do a job, but like, if he wants to reach heights... You can reach heights as, as individual individually. Contract? Sorry? Doesn't he have a Ballon d'Or clause in his contract? I think so. Yeah. What? I think he gets a certain bonus if he wins the Ballon d'Or. Well, I guess he's not getting that bonus. That's tough. <laughs> not a United, at least. Yeah. No, he has to dip United, though. He does. He does. I mean, for his own health and well-being. <laughs> he's going to go crazy there. Yeah. But Greenwood yeah. deserves a lot, a lot, a lot more. Even this finishing ability. I know the second one was a little bit of a deflection. But again, just being in the right place at the right time. And then the last goal, again, Bruno had a nice pass uh was it was a bit of a counterattack. He sends Van de Beek wide. Van de Beek just lays it off to Cavani, and this again it, we scored first, and Tarkovsky scored. And again, like it's just those games where like if it ended one one, like it's like are you kidding me kind of thing. Like man, you kind of do need the points because I'm not saying they're fighting for the league, but you always you again. There's there's still what six seven games left. You never know. Like points are points. Exactly. Points That's are points. True. I have yeah. a quick question. Who has more natural talent? Uh Rashford or Greenwood? Rashford. 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 Greenwood has more uh, cl- uh he's more uh, nah, dead, nah. he's more clinical. That's all he that's all he Greenwood has is more. Clinical. He's more clinical. You think so? Rashford yeah. has more everything else. I think Rashford's pretty clinical too. I just Greenwood is just he, he no, has no, a little bit of pace, but again, he's he does have both feet. He's definitely. Yeah, he has a two-footed thing. That's what makes him more clinical. It's that, hard to stop that. It's not like it's not like I'm not saying not, not saying that Rashford is as clinical as, he, as Greenwood, but he's still a finisher. Yeah, but sometimes he doesn't shoot. Like sometimes he just holds on to the ball too long. Greenwood shoots. Yeah, Greenwood just he doesn't screw the dribble. Just Greenwood, take the Greenwood shot. Idol, a finisher. Greenwood's idol is R nine. Yeah, there you go. He he's a finisher. <laughs> yeah, Greenwood's like that finisher kind of. Mold. <laughs> Rashford's like more like an overall kind of like winger, kind of striker, kind of skill yeah. for man. Exactly. So Man City was 74 points, eight points behind is Manchester United with 66. Leicester surprisingly dropped or 10 points behind right now with one game behind, but they they lost yeah, they, were, they, they lost two games up. back to back. Their form is is okay right now. You know what I mean? West Ham surprisingly are like still fighting there. Chelsea, Chelsea, I feel like they can definitely make a top four. Yeah, I think they will. Especially with the performance they put against City. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, they did lose that game against, who was it, West Brom? But it was just one, like, it's one of those, one of those games. Like, they could, I guess they were probably tired or something. Yeah, it happens. But I feel like Chelsea, if, honestly, if West Ham goes top four, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> speaking of, weird. Speaking of Chelsea, they faced Man City in the FA Cup. Yeah. <clears throat> Jay, tell us about that, buddy. Chelsea fans. The Blues. <laughs> Cup final, and it's the first time the FA Cup final yeah. is um before the end of the Premier League season since 2012, when Chelsea also won the Champions League. And they're still in the Champions League. <laughs> so what you're League. saying is Chelsea's going to win the Champions League. Is that what you're saying? Champions League FA Cup double. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, I don't want to see Timo Warner ever lift the Paseo. Never. What? Wow. Yeah. Why? What do you do to he's you? Not, he's not talented, man. He's just fake. Bro, talented. Spadis, Spadis is jealous. He doesn't have Timo Warner on his team. 
This guy wishes he had Werner up front. What do you mean? We got Morata. Yeah. yeah. I they're, 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 the, they're the same player. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, they both can't finish. Danger. Oh, well. Uh, but yeah, Chelsea won. Chelsea won one nil against Man City. I think the Bruin got injured too, right? He got an ankle injury. He's out for a month. What? Yeah, he's back. Man, PS... I, I swear every time he gets but injured, he's again, out for like a month. For PS, for a Man City and PSG game for Man City State, I don't think losing the Bruin is such a big loss, honestly. They don't need him, bro. It is, but they, they have the they, they have the stark talent to fill in the role. Exactly. He's still he's still he's, you still miss him obviously because he, he what he does on the pitch he just contributes like crazy, but he still yeah, have plays like Gundogan. You have Foden who, yeah. who can do take those roles in not as bad as, yeah. as De Bruyne, but they're still ballers. So those guys are thriving though right now. I would yeah. say Gundogan can can compare it to De Bruyne this season for sure, especially with the numbers that he's putting up. Yeah, I can say it, definitely. Season, yeah. And definitely. then you got Foden absolutely thriving this season. Bernardo thriving. You got. Maybe not Sterling, but Mares is th- uh, thriving. Mm. So then you got like players like Gabriel Jesus, Torres on the bench. Like you, they have so much depth; they, they can do whatever they want. They, they can literally get any of the one of their players injured, and they will still they can replace them with like the same caliber of player. They got options; they're good. And they yeah. still lost to Chelsea. Goal from Ziyech. Passing. Uh, Werner went with the pace down the line, crosses it in, <laughs> and just a s- simple tap in. And now they're in the finals. They're, they're facing Leicester City. Ian Nacho, man. I think he scored like the past three, four games. Yeah, he's been he's scoring, scoring a lot, man. He's balling too. X, X-Man City season. player. X-Man City player. He does this every season, though. First FA Cup final since like, I think it's like the 70s, 80s. Jeez. Crazy. Wow. And did they win that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Sheffield <laughs> is officially a relegated team. There's no way coming out of that. I'm pretty 14 sure, points. I'm pretty sure West Brom are going to be official soon. Fulham yeah. have 27 points. There's, I don't think they're going to be able to reach Burnley, who has 33. I don't know. If they play like Arsenal like every week, they might. But there's still a fight for top four. Not top four. From fourth down. because Actually, even third down. Because Leicester have 30, 56. West Ham 55. Chelsea 54. Liverpool 52. Tottenham 50. And Everton 49. So, buddy, Leicester are gonna be finishing first, bro, because of the Super League, man. Ah, <laughs> Super League, year two-time champs, bro. <sighs> Super League, boys. Oh yeah. All this talk, Mark, man. Want to explain what the Super League is that we've been hearing about? Uh, we uh, spo- we really. we've spoken about it a bit before. We've we brought it up. Like the thing is that this Super League was brought up a maybe two two years ago. I think two three years ago, it was mentioned, but we never none of us really thought like. Is this gonna ever happen? Everyone's kind of like in the back of their mind, like, really or like why, how kind of thing. Like, it's kind of inevitable though. Whether it was like five, ten, fifteen years or today, like it was inevitable that was gonna happen. You think? Football, you honestly they've think been, they've been plotting for a while, bro. money, bro, and yeah. money. The, rules, the thing bro. is that a lot of this is from the American style of sport broadcasting. The way the, the like sports in America is played. I think I'm pretty sure whoever owns or runs Super League is American, and every all the money is coming from America, right? Most of it, yeah. Yeah, so I understand how a lot of people are saying like this is was expected to happen because again it is end of the day just money. But what yeah. I understand is too is like why not like buy the right to like why not just buy Champions League or why not like take over Champions League or why not like yeah. take a tournament that already exists and buy it and maybe they make were, it they and, weren't selling. And I don't know, it's not just yeah. 
it's that too, but I guess just like there's so many. I don't know. I obviously can't because I'm not the one with dealing with this money situation and I'm not a team owner. But I don't Price. know, man. What are your guys' thoughts? But yeah, I saw this. Uh, I saw this quote on Twitter from uh, Arsene Wenger back in 2009. Yeah, he said, "Maybe in 10 years you'll have a European league. The money that will be coming in from the Champions League will not be enough for some clubs." And then in 2018, he said, it is inevitable to share money between the big clubs and the small clubs will become a problem. And I guess you can kind of see that coming to coming to light here now with, with some of these big clubs. Um, Wenger was a visionary. But even but, Wenger yeah. now, like, do you think Wenger still believes what he thinks? Or I, I know what you're saying, what, yeah, what Wenger said, but it depends well, on if, right. if, whether, if, whether, if whether he is on their side or not. He said... No, he said it has to be based on merit, not money. Because again, wow. he's, he's a he's a big person in FIFA right now. I think he's global something for FIFA. Like he's high up there in FIFA, and like yeah, I think it's global relations well, or something. I don't know something about it, but like if he's on like the Super League, like, benefits the sport, then I feel like he's gonna lose his he's job. He's definitely not. Well, he, no, he he doesn't think it does. I, I think most. I think FIFA and UEFA now have voice that they're against the super yeah. league which is why they're they're not letting players who are in the super league play in any kind of competition yeah right so world cup international europa yeah. league, league uh not europa league um euro cup would copa america be under that bracket as well i guess right yeah, yeah. for oh, sure because it's all it's all fifa fifa run fifa yeah. base fifa just fifa uh-huh. owns fifa owns football you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like it's not like NBA owns all of basketball over the world because NBA is only North America. There's yeah. there's uh the Euro League, which is run by separate league. <coughs> but FIFA owns all of football. FIFA owns yeah. FIFA owns the the uh, the the rep teams that are played in Vaughn. Like FIFA has something to say, like you know what I mean? Do they? It's football, man. I don't they don't own it. They're they're the relegators. They they regulate. They they regulate football. Yeah, they're they're not owners. I mean? They regulate the sport. Yeah. But like, because it has to. No. I think the door. They every sport has to be regulated by something, or it's not going to be able. To, like, there's no. Because there's, there's one rule book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to follow one rule book, or there's yeah. going to be rules here and there, right and center, left center. But you know, like it's not like it's not like for example, like the NFL. NFL is run whatever, but then there's also the XFL, whatever the other league is. But that's because those the, America. It's don't, America. It's America, and they want to have their own. League, they, they want to be the best, right? And I so, feel like and that's, that's why thing. Super League is like that thing too. They're Americans, making, they want to be the best. They want to have the best teams. They want to have the best things because they want to be known as the best, right? Like that's Not just how known it is. as the best, but maybe just a way of them making money, right? At yeah. the end of the day, it's it's money. That's all it is. So what exactly does the European Super League entail? Tell us. What do we know so far? So so far, what we know, it's a twenty-team annual competition, including fifteen top clubs as permanent members. Other five clubs would vary each season. So the tip, the top 15 founding members would each get a share of 3.5 billion, billion with a B, in initial infrastructure grants with the money split among four tiers of clubs, with the top six each getting 350 million euros. So the competition would begin with two groups of 10 teams, with the top four from each group advancing to a quarterfinal stage, as is, as is pointed out. This would then guarantee each team 18 annual Super League matches compared to a minimum of 10 in the planned new-look Champions League group stage, a plan that UEFA had intended to announce tomorrow, Monday. So each of the group and knockout games we played midweek, as the case with Champions League, apart from the final, 
This latest Super League proposal, as revealed by the PA, hopes to generate $4 billion annually from broadcasters, with the 15 founding clubs taking the greatest slice of broadcasting revenue. And uh, pretty much uh, the founding members of this uh, Super League is Real Madrid president Florentino Perez and uh, the American owners of three leading English clubs. Dude, I think it's absolutely disgusting. That's what yeah. I think. These yeah. clubs are born from the poor. Hard workers founded all these clubs, and then these billionaires who have nothing to do with the club are destroying a hundred years. Who probably don't even watch football. You think these American owners actually watch a Liverpool game or watch an Arsenal game? Probably not. Probably, they'd probably rather watch their football like the team that they own too. Like a lot of these teams, all of these owners own other American teams too, right? Like Man U side. Man U side owns the Buccaneers, I think, right? So like, yeah, it's football. Like <laughs> they'd rather watch that. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? So I, honestly, like I'm kind of like I have no they're words. Probably gonna take a lot of this money that they're that they're earning from from the Super League and instead of investing it back into Arsenal or investing it back into Man U, they're just going to invest it into their, into their football team because their football team probably makes, makes them more money than, yeah. than Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal does. Or look, look at those is. stadium so they, capacities, man. Those stadiums hold so yeah. many uh, spectators and like, yeah. it's not that there's definitely bigger fan base in football. No doubt. Cause it's global. It's, it's, a lot more fans, it's, it's global. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah probably will. But only for those up. teams. The yeah, other, the, these other teams are not going to get the same light that all these teams are going to get, which kind of sucks. The thing it's is, a lot more Americanized. That's why. But that's the and thing. I think like people following from this from America, people following from let's say Canada, and, and that aren't really football fan, like, well, proper football fans now, will find this a lot more appealing because it's easier to follow. Right now, I think because man, you have to think of it, man. A lot of Americans are stupid. You know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. and, and they don't, they don't have like, you know what I mean? They don't have like, I guess like they don't want to follow the Premier League. They don't want to follow La Liga. They don't want to follow City Bundesliga Liga. They don't want to follow five or six or seven different leagues to figure out what's going on. They just want, they just want it to be like American sports. They just want the top teams to be there, the top whatever. In American sports, mostly most of the times like thirty teams. They just want their top twenty teams or whatever it is. They want to see the good teams playing all the time. They want to see the good players, the star players playing all the time. And that way it's a lot easier for them to follow. They'll pick a team from that 20 teams to follow and they'll follow that team. Just you, like how it is like in, in, in American sports. You have your 30 teams and then, you know, sometimes your team will do good. Sometimes your team will be bad. I wouldn't be surprised if they start introducing you know, like a draft. I, a that's draft that's what I'm the, saying. Their, their leagues. They, and they, all-star games and all this nonsense. They might, they might even like add like, this. they might even add like just only trading within the league itself. Like, you know how they do in the NBA and all that stuff. Like a lot of players like kind of rotate in the league, different packages yeah. or like two for one. That's probably the thing too, like happening. even, in, even in NFL and even in basketball, there's always like a team that kind of like runs, holds the seat league for like maybe three, four years and maybe rotates because again, there's rotation. Like uh, New yeah. England Patriots, they but were the they were top level for like six years in a row or like something. Green uh, they, Golden they State the for a while. Warriors were in the top for like three four years as well or four or five years like back to back winning trophies. You know what I mean? The Heat at one point they were all top level. Like even with this Super League, yeah. I feel like there's gonna be a top team that's gonna own it for like three four seasons. Then they're gonna like have to like restart again. Like Greg Golden State you this year. You can say the same thing. Like it's kind of going on now with like how football is, because like it usually it's like the only the top ten teams or whatever dominating, like but the champions that, and whatnot. Right? You can you can see it because a lot of a lot yeah, of football football evolves throughout the years. As much as Barca is always a top level, 
they always go through ups and downs too. And yeah, look, at, look at look at this. Bayern, these teams have been top level for a decade now, pretty much. EPL, yeah. Leicester too. Like having moments where Leicester comes and wins the league. Yeah, but that's once in a lifetime. But man. Yeah. once in a lifetime moment that you've you'll experienced, never that you'll never have oh, that again. Yeah. Manchester City winning that title last last minute of the game from a girl goal. Like moments like that, yeah. it's going to be hard to relive. Even like now, like West Ham is in fourth place. Like as much as like you're going to say, oh, like there's not going to be like a low level team who's going to surprise us this season. Because whenever now that you have the Super League, it's like, oh, top four, okay, whatever. Like next year, it's going to be the same different teams. Like you're never going to have like that, oh my God, underdog kind of thing. Unless maybe Arsenal, who are going to join the season, are like Milan, bro. Poor this season. And they I might. Don't know, man. Ars- a- <laughs> Arsenal and Tottenham, they're not even in the Champions League. They have no right to be in this. They're super the teams. What do you mean? They have money. They're owned yeah, by money. Americans. They're owned Pure by Americans. Old, yeah, or they're old owned by Americans. They have a big following in America, so it makes them a good, a good target. Like Spurs yeah. are top ten. I think they have the top ten market value of all teams in the world. I don't think I so. Think they're actually ten. Like they're yeah, higher, they are. They are. They're higher, higher than, than, than Juventus. They're higher than Dortmund because they have yeah. such a huge market in america but the that's the thing too the in america have been a huge team in america if, if yeah. I, I guarantee you if you if you were to like i guess like survey americans i guarantee you you'd find there's so many spurs fans in america <laughs> i'd be surprised because the, so... because the because bro think about the spurs they've i think the spurs have been targeting their market towards america for the last 10 years they're just a bunch and of like cops. now that it's becoming a little yeah. bit more popular that American fans have already been watching Spurs for a while, so they're kind of already they're becoming Spurs fans. So they already have a, a, a big market. What does in, this in America, mean? Which is why they're there. What does this mean for the MLS now? Nothing. MLS. A- MLS what? as an American eyes football league. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. The same thing. There is there is twenty there is twenty seven teams in the MLS. Not saying that that's a yeah. lot. It's a lot of teams because again, it's it's one league. There's no relegation. There's playoffs. It's so Americanized. There's the MLS is going to be the same. But yeah. there's there there's teams that represent big cities in the U.S. and like why aren't these teams like getting so much like more money? Why isn't money being put into the MLS as it is into the Super League if it's American? People don't watch the MLS like they do. Europe. Yeah, it's Europe. But there's no big as an American as an American as an American that 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 lives in LA and having such a big team like LAFC that won the season last year, uh, uh, LA Galaxy. You think as an LA per- person living in LA, I'm not gonna rather watch Los Angeles over like a Man U game? No, no. <laughs> you don't think so? Europe, that's, bro. That's, players, that's, top no, quality they, players. They that's, that's I think I think LA. I think LA has a big fan base. And like, would you rather watch Toronto base. FC games or Man U games? No, but yeah, but the thing is that play in Europe, bro. Yeah, yeah they're the best, the best players. players play in Europe. So why the not put why not put money why not put money into the MLS and make it a big league where these players want to come to MLS? No one and play. wants to come. They, to they can. MLS. Do you remember how you're only allowed like a certain amount like of uh, players from yeah, abroad? So yeah, op- open it up. Players. Why not? Why not? Why not give all these teams? These three billion wanna, dollars. At that point, you're not growing the game in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at that point, the thing is like. You have, to, you have to remember this is all a money game, and at that point they're just they're just trying to shift the audience from Europe to the states, and and that's not going to bring them more more money. This is going to bring them more money because they're just they're just pick, cherry picking you know teams that are, go along with the plan, and they, they just have broadcasting revenue and boom it's easy. If you were to have to transfer players from Europe into into the states, it means you would need some kind of competition in the states that players would want to play for. 
No one's going to want to play in that, you know? Like, no, one, no one wants to play for the MLS Cup. No one wants to play for the CONCACAF Champions League. You know what I mean? Like, players growing up, they, they don't care about the MLS. But it's like, you can just put this funding into, into making the Super League. You entice these teams with these American owners to come play in the Super League. And it's so much easier for these owners. So now, as as a top-level player, let's say Neymar, Messi, Ronaldo, any top 20 players, Leonowski, all these players, would they go into the Super League knowing that they cannot play for the national teams, not play Champions League, not play does, any level of football? I don't think it comes down to that because at the end of the day, they have a contract signed with the club. Whatever the club yeah. says, they have to do. Okay. They have to abide yes, by the contract. They but, don't have a contract with their national team. They're abided by their club teams. Yes, but as yeah. a player, would would you... As a player, Obviously, you want to oppose it, but at the end of the day, who has the last word? Yeah, exactly. The club. You can, go, yeah. What, you can do whatever you want. You can boycott it, but at the end of the day... You're a you're a puzzle. You're a piece to their to their board because at the end of the day, it's money. They own you. They own your rights. Yeah, yeah. I I think it just goes a long way to show too, like with a lot of these clubs that maybe they don't care about their players and their fans as yeah. much as that's what shows you. You, they, you you think they do, right? And I think and I think going forward, you're gonna see maybe a lot more players realizing this, and you know maybe you won't see as many young talents going to teams like Barca or Madrid or United or City, you know, maybe Mbappe is not going to go to Madrid now. You know, maybe Holland's not going to transfer into the Super League because you, you can see that, the, that these these owners are just using these players like pawns. They're just playing chess. Yeah. yeah. And at the yeah. end of the day, like, if, 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 you're, if you're a football player and, like, you're passionate about the game, you're going to want to play for a team or an organization that's, that's, that is passionate about football. That's not just there for the dollar signs, right? And I think you can see these... These clubs here have kind of taken their stance to what they believe in, and that's that's money. They don't care about football at this point. They just maybe in the past they did because all these teams, like well, all, some of these teams have great history. You know, teams like you know Juventus, teams like Man U, teams like Barcelona, Madrid. They've had crazy histories. You know what I mean? And like they're clubs that have been built through through history and through great footballing and sport, right? But it's like they're almost just throwing that all away now for for greed. Right, and I and I think you know they're they're doing this because in their minds they think you know well we're securing this much money and it means that we're going to be able to stay at the top we're going to be able to sign all the top players for you know going forward this is going to put us at, at an advantage but I think that's when at the end of the day it, it comes down to the players because at the end of the day the players have the choice of where they want to sign and some players I think will be swayed by the dollar signs while others won't right so it'll be interesting to see what 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 this all comes down to yeah, you can... yeah I was gonna say um. Who really gets hurt in this situation? The youth players. Let's say the kids like that come up from these academies from like West Ham or like just like mid-table clubs, like their careers are born based off big performances against these big teams. Yeah. Look yeah. at how Holland came onto the scene. Yeah. He was at a club like Salzburg and he burst onto the scene against these big clubs in the Champions League. Youth football is done. And it's even just the fans. I feel like, okay, not just the fans, but again, you can see the disconnection now. A lot you can of, see the real disconnection. A lot of people said it with Arsenal, like how they, the connection with the fans and the owners was really, really slim. It was almost nothing. But now you can really tell what teams really care about their fans and really care about the club rather than the money, right? Like you see teams like like Dorman and Bundesliga because they were they were given an option to join the Super League. And they, they was Dorman, Dorman, yeah, 
the big teams in Bundesliga, Leipzig. I thought, just, I thought it was just Bayern and Leipzig. No, no Dortmund as well. They were no, they're all Dor- given the Dor- Dortmund and Bayern were, were given the option to join, and they and they said no. Because mm-hmm. you can tell that those are teams that actually care about the sport, care about their league, care about care about their country, because they have they represent Germany at the end of the day as well, and 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 care about the fans. So you can clearly tell by these teams that are want to join the Super League that this connection between the fans and the team and the owners is huge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The thing with like football or like any sport, like at the end of the day, it comes to the fans' entertainment. Any sport is about the fans. And when you're taking this opportunity away from the fans to be able to travel to these games, because what, you're going to have one game in Barcelona, one game in Milan, then the next game in England. This makes traveling for the fans so much more hectic, so much more crazier. It just kills the whole it's gonna motivation be, for it's going gonna to be stadium, more, it's gonna, down the line for the fans. It's going to be more yeah. like which which city or which country is going to own the rights to have this game being played there. Like Barcelona versus Real Madrid in uh, in the Super League El Clasico, I guess you can call it because they're still, it's still a classical matchup. But let's say this game is now going to be played in Dubai because they're the highest bidder. Or this game is going to be played, Manchester United versus Juve is going to be played in Los Angeles because whoever owns these two teams that say they're from L.A. So they want to bring the L.A. game to L.A. and then hopefully have the, a good fan base. Or like this yeah, team is going to, this, this competition is going to have a... I've heard that some games are going to be in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, because that's yeah, where all the money that, is too. That, like that, Dubai is going to have all these insane. big games. Like these games are going to be played. It's not going to be, it's not going to be a country-based game anymore. It's going to be... This this is gonna Whoever be like it's gonna be like a UFC competition where like there's just yeah. two fighters and wherever the competition is whichever has the highest bidder to have this game being played is gonna be played there. Yeah, you can see. Well, it's you, so annoying. It's you not can, gonna be Manchester United. It's gonna be Red United because it's not gonna be a Manchester based team anymore. They're not gonna be playing in Manchester. Exactly. Let's say one or two games being played in Manchester. Sure. These teams are gonna yeah. lose not the respect but the word of saying how they this team is. Barcelona. This team represents Barcelona. This team represents Manchester United or, right. or London. They're gonna just be names now. A lot of people are saying like how they're gonna lose the rights to their names as well because you're not Manchester anymore. You're not Manchester United. They're gonna have to switch names as well because they lose the licenses like, and stuff like that. So okay. Madrid, they're betraying the competition that gives them all this history, the Champions League. All right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Milan. Imagine they get all, all, imagine they get of, of all, that. all these teams are oh. are big UA, UA, UCL champion winners. You know what I mean? Bro, Florentino Perez is backstabbing UEFA after those, all this help yeah. in the Champions League, bro, to create his crazy. own league. That's those Champions League means nothing now. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, and now bro. you can see how like uh, UEFA and, and FIFA are trying to do their best to like push it back and, and try gonna, to like they're gonna do everything, do everything they can, they can to the stop players from leaving or wanting to go to this league by saying no you if you go there you can't do this if yeah. you go there you're never gonna be able to do this again they put out a statement saying how they're gonna charge uh, they're gonna charge all these teams fine too. teams fine players players won't be able to represent their country anymore or play in international yeah. games or play in yeah. anymore uefa games so they're doing their best to to push back against what they're what the Super League teams are trying to do, they're threatening the Hopefully seasons they're now. Hard. They're threatening the seasons now. They're threatening the UCLs now. Let's we don't nothing is for sure right now because I don't think anything is really for sure. It's kind of more rumors. no, it's not for sure. Yeah. A lot of a lot of it is rumors, but tomorrow morning we're gonna hear things. They're gonna see things. It's Monday morning, mm-hmm. right? People are back at work. Like, yeah, because taking all the all this broke out at like midnight, you eight o'clock uh, Eastern time, time. and it's like two a.m. there. Everyone's sleeping. So yeah. and I feel like they did it on purpose. All these UEFA guys had to rush to the office in their pajamas. Yeah. 
They're all like, <laughs> get back home. What's you happening, need... mate? It's true, though. And <laughs> Arsenal is leaving. And a lot of people are saying this came out of nowhere, but it really didn't because tomorrow, nah, this Champions League for a while. Champions yeah. League are coming out with a new uh, uh, thing, right? Um, What's the word? The new format. The new format. That's coming out tomorrow. They're going to release that tomorrow. So... They were saying how this they did this a day before just to, to stir this was this was to stir the pot. Yeah, exactly. And like we spoke about again, we spoke about this before. Some people are saying this was expected to happen one day, but again, like I don't wake up thinking, oh, like the, like football's gonna change completely. Like after like you never know. Like next year, like football might be so different. Like the way this whole thing is set Maybe. up, like. Yeah. World Cup all might the, be all might, the big guys. They got it all planned out, man. World Cup, yeah. World Cup is going to be fueled by greed. World Cup is going to be played different. Like a lot of these national teams are going to have the higher players because all these big players are going to be playing for the Super League team. So they're going to be after getting players from like their native clubs. You know what I mean? So imagine a World Cup without any of the players that are in this league. That's it's going to be. It's not going to be the same. Like you're going to have all these world class. But let's just let's just, let's just say let's just say this this Super League happens and as let's say all these contracts of all these big players that are in the Super League decide to not renew their contract and go back to play for other teams that are part of like the regular FIFA Damn, format. It gets ruined. It's and done. then that I feel like that Super League is going to be completely dead and it's going to be such a waste of money that they're going to who are they going to want to sign? They're going to sign like academy players. They're going to it's going to be like another MLS. Where no one's like gonna that. want, no one's gonna want to go there. And if you want to really want to play a high level football, come play Super League, or come play. Yeah. You can't hold, you can't hold on to them if their contracts wasted. Now. That's the thing. Yeah, I, if, if, you're, like, if your contracts expired, then you have no choice. Like they're not contractually. And then they're gonna want to, they're gonna go back and play for a lower team that maybe isn't fighting for top level now. Let's say, let's say West Ham is not gonna be for, or Newcastle <laughs> gonna be for top level because they're gonna, there's no more competition. But, See, but those, the only, those other the teams only are thing, gone. Yeah. yeah. The only thing is. You're gonna have these greedy players that won't give a shit about the World Cup and Euro, and they're gonna take these world class yeah. players that are gonna take the money over playing for your national it team. Can't happen. Or, but it's it's it's, just, it's gonna happen. There's gonna be players like, players like that. Yeah, they're trash national teams. Like yes, Gareth yeah. Bale. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. will be players like that. Like, like who knows? Even someone like Holland could potentially end up there. It's like teams that know players that know that they just want to secure the bag. And there's been how many players have openly came out and say like I'm only playing football because of the money. I'm yeah. sure you'll have players like that, but in the long run, players like that, they're only there for the money. So when when it, like when push comes to shove, they're not going to be performing on the field. Half no, the time. yeah. It's, it's not going to be the same with football. It's going to be just money. Like, no one's yeah. going to have the passion. No one's going to want to win it. Like, as long as I'm getting paid $300 million a year, fuck, I just have to step on the field and kick a ball. And I'm getting yeah, paid. Perfect week for Pierre and Yeah. Look at players like Obama. <laughs> look at players like Bale now. They do nothing. They got, they got, they secured their bag and now they're chilling. But that's 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 like what MLS is, no? Don't these good old players that go and retire in MLS kind of yeah. thing? Do th- it's like, like China, like China yeah, too. Yeah, that's what it's like. And it's like players that have all this talent, mm-hmm. so they don't they don't have to try as hard because they can perform at a higher level than these other players because like their skill level is so much higher. You know what I mean? Like I feel like this can it's it's, it's either gonna go one of one of two ways. One, this is gonna go really well. And this is going to kind of displace the Champions League, or they're going to come to they're going to come to some kind of agreement with UEFA where well, that's they're, what they're trying to do together, right? Or B, it's going to go completely sour, and these clubs that have joined this, if UEFA holds their word, are going to be completely fucked. Yeah, like like, like you, I've like, I've seen UEFA. The UEFA apparently have said that if, if these teams try to if they go through with it and actually play in the Super League. Then it doesn't work out, and they try to come back into regular club competition, regular right. leagues. You're going to, you're going to division like seven. They're gonna they're gonna be starting from the fifth tier in their league. So you're gonna have teams like Juventus and the Milan's playing in Serie E. You're gonna have 
Barcelona playing against Barcelona Juvenile in like the fifth <laughs> league of, of of Spain. You're gonna have you're gonna have Manchester United and Liverpool playing against hashtag United. Like it's gonna be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's gonna but be. Even crazy, that, but even that, even that, you think Barcelona? If Barcelona, they deserve it. If Barcelona decide to go to Super League, you think Barcelona B is gonna be allowed to play there? No, that's their youth team. I think even the UEFA are gonna be like, get this whole. T- if you if you're gonna go, get all of your your smaller teams out of here as well. Maybe. And the RM Castilla as well. Castilla, well. there's Castilla. all these. If Bayern yeah. goes, there's, the, there's a Bayern youth team. There's all these like yeah. youth. Even there's, even their youth teams. There's U17, U23s. They're all gonna go to the Super yeah, the League UA and the smaller the clubs. They're all gonna yeah. go into their. They're, they're all gonna be like, nope. If you're gonna do this, then your youth team is development is not gonna be part of our league as well, our program either. Even, you, yeah. Super League can go make a, their old youth program if you guys want, and that's gonna screw over these youth players as well, really hard. Because yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be facing the same twelve guys, twelve teams every, through their whole development. It's like you're back in playing in like Ontario football. It's just gonna be the same twelve teams. You're not gonna be able to branch through different countries, ex- develop yourself, show off to different teams. Yeah, it's not the, it's not gonna be the same culture either. Even yeah. if even if it let's 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 think about it this way too. Even if let's say it does it doesn't go through, they tried what they 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 tried they tried they tried they tried, and at the end of the day, players and everything just didn't work out. It's it's just a mess, and they just don't want to deal with it. They're still gonna have ramifications. They're still gonna have issues. Not just because of the thought of them trying to join another league. You think your UEFA and like uh, FIFA are not gonna like, think about these teams? How all Barcelona and Madrid wanted to do this thing? We're not gonna punish them already. They're still gonna get punished yeah. no matter what happens. Now that the name is out that they wanted to join another team, even another league, even if they wanted to come back, even if nothing happened. There's still gonna be punishments, I think. So, yeah. like, it's it's at the end of the day, these teams really just messed it up for themselves. Yeah, like, what I if really what if Barcelona wins a title and then like they like decide to leave? Like, okay, this twenty twenty one season is done. You're, you're not you're not the winners. You're... There's still a lot of information to come out on the European Super League. More information yeah. coming out tomorrow. There's gonna be so a lot, a lot. Year, coming wrap out it tomorrow. up here, then come back tomorrow live on Twitch.tv slash the Footy Culture and talk more uh, European Super League. Yeah, yeah. We've we've only hit the the surface. Surface, man. There's a lot of cut coming out tomorrow. A lot of teams. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm expecting a lot of players, a lot of teams, a lot of just coaches and everyone. Coaches, a lot of representatives, especially in Europe, because now they're at the. Unfortunately, they're they're sleeping. They don't have the times or the or the. You know, man. There's guys. There's definitely people out there. Players are gonna wake up. They're gonna be like exactly. There's definitely people right. out there right now working and trying to like just do everything they can. There's definitely people like losing sleep for this. All I know is that I'm not gonna be able to sleep very well. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, thank you again for joining us in episode what? Thirty-one. Definitely more to come. Again, we're gonna be try our best to go live tomorrow on Twitch. There's definitely gonna be a lot, lot, a lot, lot more, more to talk Super about. League talks. So keep tuned, stay tuned for more episodes. Uh, we'll be live tomorrow and um. Super League, man. One love. Yeah. Good episode or bad? 31. Ciao, the Schweinsteiger episode. Smash <laughs> the like button. Smash the subscribe button. Rate the podcast five stars. Ciao, guys. Bye. Deuces. See ya.